the song here. Y'all have a favorite you want to do tonight? Not the, uh, not the. I'm kind of. Which one do you like? The, I'm kind of homesick for a country, or the you land sweet you land. Da, 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 da. I'm longing. No, we don't have that one. You can sing it though. Where's where did, Jonathan? Hand him that wireless mic back there. <laughs> Uh, he sings. He really does. When he's when he's trying, he sings well. He does. He does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Jonathan. Are we ready back there? Okay. We've been streaming for like a minute. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry about that. If you've tuned in tonight, we were trying to get Brother Harold to sing here. So uh, anyway. Well, good to have you here tonight, and uh, we're going to uh, sing a song. we got, uh, I think, one other person coming, so we'll give them time to get here to the service. And um, let's do uh, number 494, It's Just Like His Great Love, and uh, we'll sing all four verses of it. If you got a songbook at home, I guess you can open it up there, and if not, just kind of hum along with us. A friend I have called Jesus, whose love is strong and true, and never fails how'er tis tried, no matter what I do. I've sinned against this love of His, but when I knelt to pray, confessing all my guilt to Him, the clouds rolled away it's just like jesus to roll the clouds away it's just like jesus to keep me day by day it's just like jesus all along the way it's just like his great love sometimes the clouds of trouble be dim the sky above I cannot see my Savior's face, I doubt His wondrous love. But He from heaven's mercy seat, beholding my despair, in pity burst the clouds between, and shows me He is there. It's just like Jesus to roll the clouds away. It's just like Jesus to keep me day by day. It's just like Jesus all along the way. It's just like His great love. When sorrow's clouds overtake me and break upon my head, when life seems worse than useless, and I were better dead, I <coughs> nor do I go in vain, for heavenly hope they gives that cheers, like sunshine after rain. It's just 
like Jesus to roll the clouds away. It's just like Jesus to keep me day by day. It's just like Jesus all along the way. It's just like His great love. Amen. I love that song. What a great song. And uh, I don't care how bad it may get or how depressing it gets. God is still in control. And He still loves us. And uh, I don't know, I was at uh, Aldi's today, and uh, the young man that was checking out at the register, doing the cash register, said, boy, we finally got some blue skies. And I thought, yeah, it's been kind of dreary. We've had a lot of overcast days. and uh, But yet, you know, in a Christian's life, the, the great joy that we have is not based on the weather, and it's not based on our circumstances. It's based on our love for the Lord Jesus Christ and His love for us. And uh, so it was interesting to to think that thought this afternoon. And uh, good to have Miss Sandy here tonight. And glad she got to come. I, Sunday she was like, oh, or Monday I think it was we talked, and she's like, I just miss being there. <laughs> so glad she got to be here. We're keeping our social distancing tonight. And I know many of you are tuning in by live stream, so we're thankful for that. Let's sing another song. Uh, let's have a word of prayer first, and then we'll go to number 455. Let's pray together. And uh, then we'll sing uh, another song here. Father, we're thankful for the opportunity to gather and meet here tonight. We pray that you'll bless and use it. And Lord, certainly under some unusual circumstances in the times that we live right now. But we pray that it'll be a help and a blessing to us. And I pray that you would help to strengthen our faith and encourage us. And uh, through your word and through the teaching of um, the things that we're going to cover tonight with regards to uh, our King James Bible, and pray that you'll bless and use it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, number 455, In My Heart There Rings a Melody, and uh, we'll sing again all three verses of it, if you know it. <coughs> I have a song that Jesus gave me. It was sent from heaven above. There never was a sweeter melody. Tis the melody of love. In my heart there rings a melody. There rings a melody with heaven's harmony. In my heart there rings a melody. There rings a melody of love. I love the Christ who died on Calvary, for He washed my sins away. He put within my heart a melody, and I know it's there to stay. In my heart there rings a melody, there rings a melody with heaven's harmony. <coughs> There rings a melody of love. Twill be my endless theme in glory. With the angels I will sing. Twill be a song with glorious harmony. When the courts of heaven ring. In my heart there rings a melody. There rings a melody with heaven's harmony. In my heart there rings a melody, there rings a melody of love. All right, I think that'll be all the music we're going to do tonight. My voice is about shot. And uh, I'll tell you what, 
So it will be my endless theme and glory with the angels. I will sing. I've often thought about singing in heaven one day. And I just hope that God allows me to stand next to somebody that's got a really good voice. Because <laughs> I enjoy singing. I do. And it uplifts the soul. It uplifts the spirit. You know, God thinks that music is important to us. He thinks that singing is important to us. It's one of the characteristics of a spirit-filled life that we speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our hearts to the Lord. The longest and the greatest book in our Bible is a book of songs. And the fact that we use that, God gave us this wonderful gift of music, not to abuse upon the flesh, but to worship Him with, to prepare our hearts. And I've heard people say, well, we don't believe that you ought to get all emotional. Can I tell you this? God uses the music to prepare the heart. And there is certainly a, a movement and a change in the heart that takes place when we have a song that Jesus gives to us. And uh, I hope you uh, in, enjoy singing. I hope you enjoy music. Um, I have been posting here, I guess this week, a little bit last week, uh, some hymns, just piano arrangements of hymns, favorite hymns. And if you've not had a chance to listen to some of those, go on the Facebook page. And I'll tell you, there is um, just listening to the great hymns being played uh, have been such a, a, during this time, especially with all the stressfulness in the world, just been a very peaceful time and relaxing and just kind of, I, I usually put them on when I'm reading Scripture or I'm uh, spending some time uh, just in a quiet place thinking and, and trying to get my thoughts collected for the day. And uh, it's been uh, wonderful. My sister's been putting several of them out uh, recently, and uh, they've just been a real blessing. So I want to encourage you, if you haven't done so, to go and listen to those. They're on our, I think they're on our Facebook post somewhere. I don't know how you get to them, but uh, however they get there. And uh, then uh, just want to let you know that, uh, Lord willing, starting tomorrow, I've had several people request this and ask for it. And I think we're going to try to start this tomorrow, but uh, I, we're going to try to each day uh, of the week, Monday through Saturday probably, because Sunday will be a little busy on Sunday morning, but um, uh, getting ready for the service. But probably Monday through Saturday as often as we're able to. Uh, I'm going to try to bring just a short morning uh, thought for the day uh, from God's Word. Um, we'll do that around 8.30 each morning, give or take a few moments, so and give people time to get up and get their coffee, and I'll probably have a cup of coffee, so bear with me. Uh, I may have a few sleep bugs still in my eyes or something. Um, but I, I've been praying about it, and I've had a few people ask. I had another uh, person ask, to, even today, texted me and said, Pastor, could we do this? And um, I was given some thought what, what I would do in that uh, to do that. And um, one of the things that was so helpful to me in, in during my time in college uh, a professor that I had had made a comment in passing one day uh, that if you would read one psalm a day, that it would change your life. And um, so I took that as a challenge, began to read one psalm a day. And I'll tell you, my relationship with God had never been near what it was after I began to read the psalms and began to see my God in a new light. And... Um, so I was thinking about what to do on that, and I thought, you know, I'm not sure how long this is going to uh, be going on, the coronavirus, and then whether we may want to continue it even after that. Uh, but I thought at least Psalms will give us plenty of material, won't it? And uh, so Lord willing, uh, tomorrow morning at about 8.30, uh, we'll be able, you'll be able to tune in on Facebook and 
uh, or the church website there, and uh, we'll do a, a just a just a brief thing, probably uh, maybe seven to ten minutes, something like that. Just a thought for the day and something to encourage you. Uh, we need these are discouraging times to say the least, aren't they? And uh, we need all the encouragement we can get. I'm thankful as Christians that uh, our hope is not in man's solution to things, but our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I. Uh, I've heard people talk about what we should do with our health, what we should do with our money, uh, what we should do with our uh, work relationships and all these things, all these people coming out with things, uh, what we should do with our politics. Uh, Can I tell you this? God is always in control. And as Christians, I think we ought to do our part and participate in things that we can make a difference in and be a help in. But we certainly do not fret or worry because of those things. Because we have a God that we know is still in control. So anyway, we're going to be in Psalm chapter 12 tonight. The 12th Psalm. And uh, verse number 6. Psalm 12, verse number 6. And uh, keep in mind, if you would, uh, several prayer requests. I know there are others that uh, have some, but continue to pray for uh, Miss June Bolin and uh, Linda Craig. Uh, both of them still uh, dealing with some physical problems. Miss um, Laverne Payne, uh, Miss Sarah Harris, uh, again dealing with some physical problems. Continue to pray for the family of Brother Bob Schwabert. And Brother Bob, I've not heard any recent updates on him. And with all this going around, <coughs> we've not yet been out to visit with him. So continue to pray there. Uh, and as soon as I know or hear something, I'll let you, you folks know as well. Um, and uh, then continue to pray for uh, my sister, who uh, is supposed to be going and getting some answers. I think my mom said either later this week or, or Monday or Tuesday of next week uh, to finally get some, hopefully, some answers to the things that are going on there. And so if you would keep her in prayer. Uh, continue to pray for uh, uh, Joanne Clark. And, and just these days after Brother Larry has passed have been uh, very difficult for her. Continue to pray for God's grace there. And also for uh, Brother Randy Casey and uh, the homegoing of Miss Mary and the Casey family. So keep them in prayer if you would. Uh, are there any other prayer requests we have tonight? We've got a few people here. Anything you'd like to pray for? Yes, ma'am. Okay. 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 Right. Okay. All right. So continue to pray for Laverne. Right. Yes. Continue to pray for she's not going to be able to live. Laverne Payne is what we're speaking of. If you're tuned in by video, she was given an update. Um, and uh, just uh, some decisions to make. She can't live alone anymore. And so they're trying to make some decisions there. So pray for that, that God will give some grace there. All right. Anything else? And I'll uh, pass it along to the video folks, if not. Okay. All right, well, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll be in uh, Psalm 12 tonight. Father, we're thankful for the privilege to come to you in prayer, to know that you hear us and you answer uh, according to your will, and that, Lord, is what our hearts desire. And I pray that you would help us to always be in a spirit of uh, rejoicing that your will has been done. And, Father, that it would not be something of a selfish nature on our part, 
wanting a particular answer to prayer, but Lord, that we would bring the needs and the burdens to you and be content with the answers that you provide. Uh, we've mentioned several people that need physical healing and touch and strength tonight, and I pray that you would be there for those and um, give grace where it's needed for those that are dealing with sorrow and uh, the homegoing of family members recently. We do pray for wisdom for Miss Laverne and her family as they make some choices and decisions there. And then, Lord, bless our church. We uh, certainly are praying that uh, very quickly now you would resolve the uh, issues that are keeping us apart <coughs> and pray that you would allow us uh, to meet once again together as a church and uh, that it would be uh, something that would be honoring and glorifying to you. Bless this uh, lesson tonight and Lord give us uh, clear direction from your word and from the things that we will learn tonight regarding your inspiration and your preservation of your word. And I pray that you'll bless and use it tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, uh, Psalm 12, I have uh, throughout the uh, last few months several times referred to this verse of Scripture but have not actually taken the time for us to turn to it and read it. But I'd like for us to read together tonight in Psalm 12 and verse number 6. <clears throat> the Bible says that the words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth purified seven times, Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. And uh, so it's very, very important that we understand that God has uh, promised to preserve uh, His words that are pure, that are uh, tried as uh, in a furnace of earth, that are as silver, the Bible says. And um, we need to understand this. I was listening to um, some men that give a... They're better than I am at giving a defense of the King James Bible because they're more articulate, their minds work better, and they're a lot brighter than I am. And so uh, I listen to a lot of that to try to get material and get stuff together to give to you that I make sure that we're accurate on. And um, one of them was uh, speaking of the fact that uh, we don't rely on um, archaeology, we don't rely on history, we don't rely on science to validate the Bible, that is not what we hold to in our understanding that this is the Word of God. Uh, the Bible is the Bible because the Bible says that it's the Bible. And you say, Brother Greg, that's, that's kind of difficult to, to use the Bible as its own source of validation. But the truth is this, in the book of Hebrews, and I, I, I don't have the passage in front of me, I wish I should, I should have brought it, uh, but it's in the book of Hebrews that... Uh, it makes reference to the fact that when uh, Jesus could not swear by or uh, uh, could not swear by anyone higher, he had to swear by himself because that was the the ultimate in authority. To to use anything less than the Bible to validate the Bible is is taking a step down in the validation process. Um, you have nothing greater than God's word, and so therefore the only thing that is the greatest validation of God's word is His word itself. And so we hold to the Bible as being God's Word uh, only because of our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and the fact that He has told us that He has given us His Word and that uh, He has done so in, in the way of uh, inspiration and the way of preservation. The Bible says that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. And so uh, it tells us of that. Here we find that he has promised to preserve His Word <coughs> several times throughout Scripture. 
we find illustrations of the importance that God puts on the preserved and the actual words that are given uh, to, the, to the people that he intends for it to go to. Uh, many of the Old Testament prophets, uh, I know in the book of Haggai, it's used several times. Uh, the phrase, thus saith the Lord. And when a prophet would say, thus saith the Lord, then everything following that uh, were the words, not just the thoughts, but the words that God wanted his people to hear. And God put a very strong emphasis on this. Uh, so much so that he tells us that we're not to change anything in God's Word. In the book of Galatians, uh, if anybody speaks of any other gospel than that which has already been preached, the Bible says, let him be accursed. Uh, that we're not to take one, remove, uh, or move or change one jot or one tittle uh, in Scripture. Uh, we're not to change it without there being uh, some problems. So we're going to look at this. We started uh, dealing with this uh, two weeks ago, and we dealt with the two lines of church history. That's kind of important. It's kind of a, a high-level framework that influenced uh, how we came to have uh, what we believe to be the preserved, inerrant, uh, inspired Word of God in the King James Version of Scripture. And uh, the reason we believe that is because there has been an unbroken line uh, of men that have been very, very careful to uh, make sure that the Word of God was meticulously trans uh, transcribed and rewritten as copies uh, because they knew their doctrine came from the Bible. And it was very, very important that they have a pure word in order to have pure doctrine. So we saw that in the church history lesson, how that there were two main lines of folks. Uh, again, the line of uh, people that we come from as independent Baptists, and, and here at Keith Heights Baptist Church, we follow after a line of folks that uh, were never part of uh, the Roman Catholic Church. We are not Protestants. We didn't pull out of it. Um, we are not... Uh, uh, we, were not, we were not part of the Puritan movement. We weren't trying to purify the church, but we were separatists. We came out. Uh, we, we, were, uh, we weren't even separatists because we weren't separating from church. We were uh, just Bible-believing Christians that uh, have, through the line of history, uh, held to the important thing that our doctrine come from the Word of God and the Word of God alone. Um, that being the case, we must have a pure word of doctrine. So, uh, again, we find that um, there were uh, manuscripts. We're going to talk a little bit about those at the end of the lesson if we have time tonight. And we'll get into more of manuscript information uh, next week. Uh, but last week we dealt with the 